Patriots offense, Greg, let's jump to this game now against the Raiders. First of all, what in the blue hell was going on with that quarterback situation? Yeah, uh, good question. Um, I, you know, I don't know for sure, but first of all, the biggest thing is it's about, you know, Belichick and his roster management because God forbid they don't have a backup gunner ready <laughs> to go in this game where I think there was like one kick. Let's see. There was one punt return by the Raiders. And there was one kickoff return by the Patriots. So there were there were three kick returns in this game. You know, so uh, Cunningham has the ability to cover kicks. Um, there were a lot of injuries, as Belichick said. To, to, so to me, this was about roster management. They were trying to steal a roster spot at quarterback. That's how ridiculous this operation is at this point. And to me, what it also said was, they hate Bailey Zappi. They think he is terrible. They thought what he did in the fourth quarter of the previous two games was god-awful, which it was, especially this last game when he had an opportunity to go in. And they were like, what the hell is the point? If Bailey is so bad, if Mac gets hurt, or if it's a blowout again and we got we got to put somebody in, we might as well put Malik Cunningham, who knows nothing about playing quarterback in this system, and just call a couple simple run plays, a couple read option plays, and let him run around. We're, we have a chance to be much more productive if we do that than if we put Bailey Zappi in. So to me, that's what it was about. They can wipe off the old Jacoby Brissett versus Texans game plan if, yeah. if Mac goes down. Uh, before we get into Mac, because we're going to get into him, I just, I really hope people are appreciating this. You drafted a quarterback in the first round. You've completely mishandled him to the point now where he's looked broken. And you have no backup plan. You've mishandled the first round quarterback to the point he's broken. And your backup plan on Sunday was an undrafted free agent who has been practicing as a wide receiver. Think about that. He didn't even warm up at quarterback before the game. He warmed up a <laughs> wide receiver. He didn't even take any throws to get his arm warm if he had to throw. I mean, that's all you need to know. The, the quarterback position is the most crucial position in all of sports. It is the one that you cannot mishandle as a GM or as a head coach. You cannot mishandle that position. And Belichick has fumbled that position so badly, whether you like Mac, hate Mac, whatever. He's ruined Mac from being at least average quarterback to being a puddle for the most part. And then an undrafted free agent wide receiver is your backup quarterback. That's that's where we're at, <laughs> folks. Do, doesn't it just say everything about what Bill thinks of offense and quarterbacks? I mean, doesn't I mean, you know. He he would again. He would never leave himself shorthanded on defense. But at quarterback, the biggest position, he's like, eh, if our quarterback gets hurt <laughs> and we have a shitty offensive line, which it could happen, doesn't freaking matter. Who cares? Just run a ball. Just run a guy out there who can run around and make plays and do a read option. I mean, like this is where we are. I mean, if if this doesn't tell you how Bill views the game. And contrast that to other teams, the better team, the best teams in this league, the teams that are competing for Super Bowls year in and year out. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Ever wish you could navigate the betting field with the confidence of a pro? Enter Odds Are 
They're not a sports book, but they're the sports betting advisor you've always needed. It's like having a playbook for smarter bets right in your pocket. I've been absolutely loving the experience, and I think you will too, especially since Patriots Press Pass listeners get a 30-day free trial. Elevate your game day and join the smart betting revolution. Go get it at oddsr.com slash presspass. That's oddsr.com slash presspass. The CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel. Sign up at fanduel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. All right, Mac, give me a quick thought on Mac. What'd you say? Uh, I thought he was bad in this game. I, I really did. I did not have a positive play for him until the throw to Devontae Parker, which granted was unbelievable. I mean, he was not open. Mac threw him open. He put it, you know, right where he had to with the game on the line. And of course, this'll this can further go to you can put this back into your um Mac files that you brought out earlier this year, um, Nick, in terms of um, you know, lack of fourth quarter comebacks and stuff like that. You could put, you know, it doinked off Devontae Parker's hands, which they would have had the ball at the Raiders. No, no, 40, no, no, like Greg, Greg, it, it, it wasn't off his hands, it was off his oh, fingertips, according to Devontae. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you see? Um, so, Next. so, uh, you know, look, here's the thing with Mac. Um, and I do still believe and, and people can roll their eyes, but I've been covering this league long enough. I've covered all sorts of different quarterbacks. Quarterback pressure is real. And the accumulation of pressure is real. The effect that it has on especially pocket quarterbacks is real. And Mac is still in the sort of PTSD stage as far as pressure to the point where pressure wasn't really that much of an issue in this game for the first time, I think all season, or at least since week one against the Eagles, it was below 40%. I think I had it at 38%, um, even, even as bad as Vidarian Lowe and Antonio Maffi were. Um, it Pressure wasn't a huge deal. You know, here's... Here's my issue with Mac at this point. And, and to me, I think there was enough on film in this game. And you look at the way Bill, Bill O'Brien game planned this game. I mean, there were barely any throws downfield. Now, there were opportunities to throw downfield that Mac didn't take. Um, so it wasn't completely dink and dunk, but it was mostly dink and dunk. I mean, most of his passes were within 10 yards or behind the line of scrimmage. And to me, it was around, it was, yes, it was around the offensive line and Max Crosby. But it was also about Mac that they didn't they they wanted to get rid of the ball as soon as possible. They think at this point he's so shell shocked that the longer the play goes, the worse it can go for the team. And you know, look at his interception, uh, you know, for for evidence of that. But to me, the bigger issue to me, Nick, and and where he is, and maybe maybe he's in the maybe he's in the process of settling down a little bit more and we'll we'll have to see whether he starts against the bills and whether that continues uh, because if you don't just flip a switch and say okay a quarterback who's been sped up is going to slow down that doesn't happen it you you have to build to that and right. but to me the biggest issues that i had with mac is that he left plays on the field his eyes aren't in the right places on place for example um in the first quarter the third and seven which was the Adam Butler sack. I put half the sack on Mac and half on Antonio Maffi for not um, 
reacting to the stunt well enough, which is a huge problem for him. But so what happens after the snap, Mac is locked into Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne in the middle of the field. The yep. problem is that there are four Raiders around him. So he should have seen that from the beginning. And he also should have known, you know, Josh McDaniels and Patrick Graham, they kind of know us. They're probably going to take away what we want to do. And so but what Mac should have done was look and say, all right, we don't have the numbers. And then quickly went backside. Devontae Parker is coming on an in-cut. It was there. And, and Mac didn't make the throw. He took a sack. He was staring at the middle of the field. He's doing that more and more. It happens all the time. Um, there was, uh, in the second quarter, Mac Jones checked it down to Ramondre Stevenson on first and 10 for four yards. M Bill O'Brien had a great call. He figured the Raiders would be in uh, Tampa two coverage. They were in Tampa two coverage. He had a beater called, and he had um, Kendrick Bourne on the left sideline with his hand up, but Mac never looked over there. He's, his eyes aren't in the right place. That happens, like, you know, all the time. Uh, you have the interception. If people want to look, I have a thorough breakdown on BSA on all my minus plays for Mac, what went wrong. I also have video that you can watch. Um, there were also third quarter, third and eight, Mac Jones pass incomplete short left to Hunter Henry. I think that was when he was well covered. Again, yep. Mac gets locked into Hunter Henry. He's just yep. staring at him. It's not there where Bourne is open. He's wide open in the middle of the field. Why is Mac staying locked? This is not Mac. This is not the Mac Jones that I know. This is not the Mac Jones from his rookie year. This is he is getting locked into things. His eyes aren't in the right place. This happens over and over again. There was the the deep shot to Tyquan Thornton. That was a balloon ball, ten <laughs> feet out of bounds. It wasn't even close. And that's a that's a ball you need to throw up. And by the way, Tyquan Thornton's speed was real on film. There's definitely something there, but I don't know if Mac can throw it to him. That's how fast he is, and and the issues with Mac right now. Um, the Ty uh, the Ty Montgomery where Ty Montgomery caught the ball, but it should have been picked off by the Raiders in the red zone. Mike Kosicki's wide open in the middle of the field. Like his eyes just aren't in the right place. And to me, watching this film, if Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick went back and if they said, yeah, that's it. Like it's not getting any better. He had the opportunity to make plays in this game. He's not making any plays. Like, what are we doing here? This game plan is so simple at this point that whether it's Bailey Zappi or Will Greer, you know, they can do it. I don't, you know, it, to me, it's just a matter of time that Max on a one year or uh, one game sort of contract. Like, let's see how it looks this week. If they sent him to the bench this week, it would not surprise me in the least. But if he gets another chance, okay. But as far as what's next, and I know, I don't know, people are taking my quotes out of context and things like that. You know, Bailey Zappi does not have um, much support in the building. Now, you know, some of his support, like say from Joe Judge, might be influence. It might be influential over Bill Belichick because he's assistant head coach. I don't know. I would say that there are, from from my discussions, there are more people who want to see what real Will Greer can do, who got an increase in practice reps this week. Um, so, if I had to guess, I think that Will Greer would get the next opportunity. Is he quite ready? Probably not. But I think. Like I said, I think Max on a week-to-week -week basis at this point, and the film in this game was not good enough, and, and is uh, evidence, if they want it, 
to move on from him and do something different. I think you've got to keep him in for as long as you can keep him in. And I, I say that because this is about 2024 now. And whether you want to keep Mac or not keep Mac, Mac getting benched or Mac, you know, continuing to just look God awful is really a, a bad scenario for this team in the in the long term. And not even if you don't believe in Mac Jones, because what you want is you want to try to rebuild his value. And it, because it, right now, if you traded him, you might get what, like a fifth round pick for Mac. Like, I mean, Trey Lance went for a fourth and that guy played a handful of games in five years. So right. you might get a fourth. But here's the thing. If you believe that he's capable of taking the baby steps and getting not back to what he was at the beginning of the year, but if you can get him through the next couple of games and the schedule softens and he, he plays like at least a, a decent NFL quarterback, that will raise his value because other teams will look at him and say, you know what? He wasn't going to get much more out of that system with how it was run and with the lack of talent. So you might get a team willing to give up a second or third round pick this offseason if you can rebuild his value. If you shut him down, you shut him down. That's it. And his value doesn't go up. It doesn't go down. It's just it is what it is right now. And then people look at him as a reclamation project. So I understand and I, I can't debate people that want to shut him down now. If that's what you want, that's what you want. OK, I get it. But if you're looking at the big picture and trying to set this team up to be as good as it can be in 2024, even if Mac is not part of the picture long term, and even in 2024, the best thing you can do is try to rebuild some of that value so you can get a better draft asset, more draft capital out of the guy you picked in the first round a couple of years ago. So unless you're absolutely sure that Will Greer is an upgrade, yeah, you keep throwing Mac out there. If he flames out, you lose more games, he flames out, whatever. But you're, you're taking you're taking a shot that he can slowly kind of get back and rebuild. And if you're at the end of 2023 saying, man, that was a shitty season, but the quarterback is not a lost cause, you're better off than saying everything sucks, everything was shitty, the quarterback is done. So I think you have to, even in the long term, even if you don't want him, you've, you've got to try to repair that so you can get something for him this offseason. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Head to factormeals.com slash presspass50 and use code presspass50 to get 50% off. That's code presspass50 at factormeals.com slash presspass50 to get 50% off. 